please rise. Or, if you are unable to rise, please stand, sit, kneel, hover, or squat. My heart won't be for sale. My heart won't be for sale. You can turn my body into a sail, but my heart won't be for sale. I turn my body into a sail all the time. Except it's never for sale. Full price, baby. My love cannot be sold. My love cannot be sold. My brain cannot be turned to gold. My love cannot be sold. Hmm, Elijah's really stretching for rhymes these days. He's like the Chainsmokers writing one of their two good songs. Thank you, Elijah. What a great final hymn as prelude to our upcoming yard sale. Many of our parishioners will be selling goodies in the church hall this Thursday to Sunday. This is a great way to clear out your basements and make a good couple bucks. I have a question. When do you not have a question, Dorothea? Well, it's a good question. Well, then go ahead with it. Will there be snacks at the yard sale? Our very own Peter and Marjorie have agreed to serve snacks from their restaurant, The Cockpit. Oh, I don't like that place. That sounds very inappropriate. Well, it's kind of a gay name, but apparently Peter's straight. Yeah, Peter's I'm sure all of you have been to The Cockpit. It's kind of a hidden gem that comes out with the good specials once in a while. I'm familiar with all the specials, Marjorie. Why in the hell is your restaurant called The Cockpit? Is it some kind of male strip club? Why on earth would you think our restaurant, owned co-owned by me, is some sort of gay club? Now hold on there. I said male strip club. I know it's not PC to say this, but straight girls love guys too. Don't be discriminating against the straight people. Oh, voting to Vietnam just so I could be a little uh, curious. I haven't seen any ounce of my curiosity in you, Garfield. You're barely curious. The only thing you're curious about is the lunch specials at the places you take me out to eat. Because you're too cheap to pay an extra dollar. I am a little buck, curious. I have a tandem buck, a mountain buck, and one of those sissy bucks. A buck with a big old horn. <laughs> oh my god, Garfield, do you mean by curious or do you mean bike curious? Of course I do. Yes. Well, for everyone who has been to the cockpit, we serve a wide variety of chicken dishes. That's why we named it the cockpit. Although we have great beef dishes, cakes, oysters, homemade and handled sausages, a really delicious eggplant parmesan, and even a great appetizer with squash laid over a seared peach with a white cream sauce. Oh dear, I might throw up from all that sexually innuendoed food. I haven't heard of that much phallic and sexual food items since the tour I did with Aerosmith. Those men were more disgusting than Peter and Marjorie's food. I mean, it is kind of disgusting. Remember, remember that raw chicken from Bingo? It was supposed to be vegan, too. Terrible. Moving on. Please let me know if you need a booth at the yard sale. We still have a few spots available. Yeah, we have a few spots available if 20 is a, quote, few. Pastor Elijah made the church, non-dominational and made of birch. They hired Liv, a new secretary, after the old and stole money unfairly. Kellyanne volunteers, my surround's a choir. Jonathan doesn't work, yet he's still hired. There's no judgment at the non-denominational. Some say things around here get inspirational. Ah, Jonathan, you're only 20 minutes late. That might be your best time yet. Well, I ran out of treatment for my skincare, so that's why I'm here so early. Also looking dreadful, Ugh, like a straight... Why don't you buy some more skin product? Liv, I can't. I am broke. No luck finding a new sugar daddy? I think the word is out that I don't actually sleep with my sugar daddies. 
Let me investigate using the skills I have as a pseudo-advisor to the non-official Junior Detective League. According to the city's largest forum for sugar daddies, they all say you're an annoying tease who takes their money and never dishes anything back. Well, what am I going to do? I'm a college student. I don't have time for another job. Did I hear someone needs a job? God damn it, Marjorie! What do you need? What, what, are you even, what are you even here for? I was just planning on some things with the pastor for this weekend's garage sale. It's a yard sale. Jonathan, we're always hiring at the cockpit. We need servers who are hungry and willing to do whatever it takes to please the customers. Going off Jonathan's sugar baby experiences, he sounds perfect for the position. I don't know, Marjorie. I, I do need some extra cash, and I've always wanted to work at a place with a sexual name like Hooters or Dicks or Apple, but I, I don't know if I could work with you. Silly duck, I'm a great boss, and you'd be a great server. True, I do have good service. Well, when are you free? I suppose I could come over tonight to the cockpit after my shifts here at the church is done. I perfect, we'll see you later. Well, who's we? Duh, Peter and me, silly. We own the cockpit after all. See you later for the orientation. Hmm, well, I mean, at least you'll be able to make some money, even if it is with Peter and Marjorie. But is it worth it, Liv? Is it worth it? Well, your skin is looking pretty rough, so I'd say it's worth it. Oh, but Pastor, I don't know if we'll be able to set up all those tables and chairs and make flyers and go and be interviewed by the local radio stations and then go check in on all the dry cleaning. I mean, between Sharon and I, that's a lot of work. And oh, and you want Sharon and I to clean out the huge room in the basement that's filled with junk. How am I supposed to do all this? I don't think that's a lot of work. Uh, the room is the size of half the church and it's filled with junk. How are we going to get all these tasks done? I, I don't think we can. I disagree, Pastor Jamie. I know Carolyn and I can get this done. Sharon, the last time you were here, I hadn't yet had my hip replacement. Since then, I, I haven't been able to lift more than 80 pounds. If Sharon believes you can do it, then I believe Sharon. Oh, I see. Believing Sharon, who we recently welcomed after stealing 50K from us. It was 53000 and various office supplies. So you're going to believe Sharon over me, Pastor? Carol Ann, I know you were at our forgiveness slash intervention slash rant circle. I believe I said speak now or forever hold your silence. No, you didn't say that. You said that line at the goose wedding you officiated for the Wild Parks. A goose wedding? I stole, I, I mean... I have a geese feather gown, which I could have worn had I been invited. Well, not to ruffle your feathers, but you two have a lot of work to do. It would be great if I had my own desk. I still have to share a desk with Liv. Well, this isn't even a desk in the first place. It's a $20 beer pong table with small Tupperware towers underneath of it. These desks are such knockoffs that they're called dusks, not desks. I'd rather have my own space pasta. I feel like I'm back in high school. Oh, did you graduate high school? Because not every career criminal does. Not all of us can gloat about education. Certainly Jonathan can't since he takes two classes a semester, like some rich kid's sixth year senior. Candle making is a spring only class. This rectory used to be quiet. What happened to that? Oh, well, there's too many people working in this lobby, Pastor. As someone who also volunteers and works at a desk in this lobby, I agree. Where the f*** did this bitch just pop out of? Your mother's backside. Bitch, what?
Well, Carolyn, maybe you could relocate your desk to one of the empty rooms on the second floor. Why me? You want me to climb up those stairs all day, every day? Well, I'm the official secretary. I can't move upstairs. I can't move. I mean, in general, but I'm an employee, too. I am a casual volunteer around here. I don't need a whole floor. Marcy, the only thing you volunteer around here is your opinion, and no one wants to listen to that bullshit. I'm learning the ropes. I should stay down here. Uh, Sharon, you used to work here. What ropes do you have to learn? Sorry, Carol Ann, but there's some good offices upstairs. Sorry, Carol Ann. We'll send you instant messages on Gmail to let you know how it goes. Oh, this is ridiculous. I can't believe it. I'm the one who has to move upstairs. And, oh, these stairs. Oh, there's splinters everywhere. The second floor. There's a ghost and it's haunted. Where's Carol Ann? I need her to go to the basement and grab the recorders for our children's orchestra practice. Peter, Marjorie, I'm here for my first day on the job. Come in, Jonathan. Welcome to the cockpit. I don't think I've ever seen you here before. I mean, I've been to plenty of cockpits, just not this one. Jonathan, I've seen you... Naked? Work hard. Yeah, I'm pretty hard when I'm worked up. (laughs) So we're going to have you practice with Peter and I. Oh, well, I mean, Peter sounds great, but I don't know about you, Marjorie. Okay, so pretend Peter and I just sat down at this table. Okay. Hi, welcome to the cockpit, where we don't spit on your food, but we might spit if you ask nicely. Oh, I'm not a fan of that introduction, but I love the effort and passion. Okay, noted. So tell us what the specials are, and what's the soup? I just got here, I don't know. Well, a good trick in my book is to check the board in the back, but I'll help you out. We're serving a salted nut soup and a jerked beef with beans. Um, are all the foods straight from a porno around here? I'm sorry, not straight from a porno. Who wants straight porn, but... Are you going to take a drink order? Sorry, I was still trying to, like, memorize the specials. That was a salted nut cream soup and beef jerked over the beans, or... Oop, Jonathan, that's not our food, silly. It's not a cream with nut soup. It's just a salty, tangy nut soup. Okay, that sounds worse. So, what do you want to drink? A tall glass of water. (laughs) So, me? Oh, I love the flirtiness, Jonathan. And I do, too. Carol Ann, are you here up on the second floor somewhere? Oh, yes, I'm in my new office since Sharon apparently walks on water, even though she stole our bottled water. Actually, I came up here to talk to you about Sharon. Oh, about how she forced me to walk up here to my office? No, um, ever since Sharon and I started sharing a desk, uh, things have gone missing. Missing? Yeah, like my stapler and some big pens, and I used to have a couple Olive Garden gift cards on my desk, too, and it's all gone. Well, uh, not to be a finger-pointing friend, but this is exactly what happened last time Sharon worked here. I know. That's why I came to you. Why me? Well, I don't want to go to Pastor and Elijah unless I'm positive Sharon has been stealing. Maybe Jonathan or Marcy borrowed them. I mean, I don't know. Well, uh, Liv, I think we should keep our eyes peeled on Sharon. Will you help me? (laughs) Well... Oh, if I can help some tour guides save ten people from the frozen death of Mount Everest, I think I can help corner Sharon. Well, Jonathan, shall we try you out on the two top over there? Two tops? Where? 
No, in a restaurant speak, we say the number of people at the table with top after it. So a two top means there's a two person table. Is there ever 10 tops? (laughs) You got this, Jonathan. Of course I do, I'm extremely talented. Yes, I think you're a great drag queen. This should be easy for a performer like you. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the cockpit where we serve everything out in the open. Can we get you started with some beverages? Why, hello there, Jonathan. I didn't know you worked here. Pastor Wyatt, the pastor of our nemesis parish, Deerfield? How are you? Well, I'm just doing as great as an alligator after eating a human being. I'm just dining here with my parishioner and this church secretary, Charlotte Ruse. It's so great to meet you. I'm sorry, Pastor Jamie said we're not allowed to shake hands with people from Deerfield. Um, Pastor Wyatt, why on earth did you come to the cockpit? Well, I do declare I love supporting local restaurants, although this was Charlotte's pick. What can I say? I'm a sucker for a cockpit. Girl, who isn't? Um, well, what drinks can I get you? Do you have an Arnold Palmer? Uh, Pastor Wyatt, what in the world is that? It's a half tea and half lemonade. All right, we can do that. And, um, Charlotte? I think I'll do with Shirley Temple. Why are you guys being so difficult? What in the world is a Shirley Temple? It's a Sprite with grenadine and cherries. You mean the drink that kids are drinking? Why are you ordering that? I was just being a little off the rails, if you get my drift. Off the rails is Sprite and grenadine? Okay, whatever. I know, I'm being a bad girl. Well, don't you worry. We all get a taste for bad things at the cockpit. Moving on, do you know what you want for lunch? Since I'm being super naughty with my Shirley Temple, I better just do the toast cucumber and pickle salad with the walnut vinaigrette. All right, and for you, Pastor Wyatt? Now, I heard when you come to the cockpit, you have to put the homemade sausages in one's mouth. So I'd love to try that sausage round table sampler so I can taste all the different sausages. All right, well, let me just go toss those salad and sausage orders in for you. Perverts. Well, I'm glad I took a break from working on my material for the Regional District Multivit Singing Competition semifinals to come and see the kickoff for the Sconeyard Sale. Elijah, are you going to constantly mention that you're soon to be competing in the Regional District Multifaith Singing Competition semifinals? Well, apparently people get really confused about what's happening around Scone because there's so many stories and people talk and they sound alike, apparently. Who in this church sounds alike? I really don't know. I'm just telling you what I heard. Watch out, Elijah. I'm loading my goods in with the hump of drunk Charles and Agnes. (laughs) Yeah, watch out, Elijah. You're all clumsy if you ask me. Well, Elijah, let's go walk around some of these booths and see who's selling what. Ah, Juniper Cloud. Juniper Cloud. What are you selling at the Sconeyard Sale? I've decided to clean out the Museum of Sex Toys I own and auction some off of my favorites over the years. Are these pleasure devices used? Of course they are, silly. It's a garage sale, not a regular sale. Is anyone going to buy used sex toys? Well, I already sold Garfield some old panties, and Chet and Axel both bought some of my lubes and creams. You're selling old liquids? Juniper Cloud, that doesn't sound very ethical. Well, my paycheck from Poles and Hose isn't very ethical either. 
Moving on, James, I see you're selling a lot of war memorabilia. Absolutely. I'm selling pieces I don't like so I can buy new pieces, like this World War I newspaper. How much is that? A million dollars. I don't know if anyone is going to have a million dollars to spend. Well, I paid the price in the war so they can pay the price now for this newspaper. Well, how much for this watch? $10,000. Again, I don't think anyone will have that kind of money. If they don't support soldiers, we are going to have issues. Next door to James, we have Fran and Benny. I'm not selling anything. I don't have anything I want to sell. That is not true. I can say that is not true because I am Fran. I am German, so I am honest. And I am dating Benny. Benny is a hoarder. I don't hoard. I just keep and love all my stuff. That is a hoarder. Or, as we say in Germany, Hoarderschagen. Fran, what are you selling? I am selling some of the clothes I make in the basement. I have the Bavarian Oktoberfest outfit small. I have two mediums in the Bavarian Oktoberfest outfit. I'm selling a Bavarian Oktoberfest outfit too for $12,000. Mine came from the war. My lederhosen are cheaper. Your lederhosen smell like World War I. Mine is only from that area of warfare. Pastor Elijah, we're selling a lot of the church's goods. Carol Ann told me we've emptied that huge basement room that used to be stacked to the ceiling. Yes, the room that our Harry Potter-loving friend Janice calls the Room of Requirement. Well, I don't know about nicknames, but I do know that we're required to empty that room out. I mean, legally, the city has issues with all the things we had in that room. But that room is filled with so many treasures. Like what? A semi-working dryer and washer, that giant tiki head and half a bar, three rotten pews, a couch with just ten springs popping out, Benny, that's all junk. And if it doesn't get sold, we'll just donate it to the Sisters of the Appalachian Mountains. You do all that to all those precious gems and artifacts? Benny, I told you not to come or take five Prozacs. You're having a hoarder freak out. Or, as we say in Germany, calm it down the hoarder. We have such an eclectic cultural diversity in this church. I'm not selling any of my goodies. Nobody wants your teeth, Benny. I meant my things. Nobody wants your balls either, Benny, except me. They're my balls. We're just going to move on. It'll be nice to actually have that large basement room again. It's kind of like when a larger man loses weight and is able to see his dangling. Oh, Pastor, please. You know smart talk is not my thing. Liv, Carol Ann, how goes it at our booth? Oh, I don't think anyone's shown any interest in the broken washer and dryer combo. All of this just needs to be thrown away. That's the plan. Whatever doesn't sell is going to get dumped. Carolyn and Sharon are going to heave it under the curb. Speaking of Sharon... Yes, let's speak of Sharon. She has been working really hard this week since we took her back on as a volunteer. The other day, I asked her to get lunch, and she went and got us prime rib from that fancy new restaurant down the street. That's great, but... And speaking of Sharon, she resorted all our files using color coding. I'm beyond impressed. It makes me wonder what the rest of us are doing around here. Well, I'm doing a lot too, but... Speak of the devil and Sharon herself. Oh, you're right. She is the devil. Well, I just finished flipping signs over on the intersection and dancing the cars while they honked. I'm pretty tired from doing all that for the last five hours, but I'm ready for my next project. What would we do without Sharon? We wouldn't even have a volunteer. I- I'm right here. Carolyn, please stop letting us know your location. Sharon is asking for more work since she's our head volunteer. Uh, head volunteer? Are you serious? I just started. 
I don't know anyone more deserving. Could you check in with some of the tables and make sure that they're all even? Of course, Pasta. Madame, I've heard you're the leader around here. Co-leader, really. Elijah is co-in-charge. Many people forget that he is since he doesn't like to confront anything business-related. Ah, my name is Claude Monet. The pleasure is yours. Thank you for allowing me to meet you. Ah, I was wondering who in the world runs www.nondenominationalpodcast.weebly.com? Ooh, and this Instagram, at nondenominationalscone. I... Honestly, don't know who runs our social media. Well, that explains it because Scone's social media looks like roadkill. The kind you might eat? <laughs> no, the kind of roadkill that got ran over and then the car backed over it again and then circled the block and ran over it again. Oh dear, that sounds like roadkill tartar. Honey, tartar is edible and delicious. Your website is not. I'd love to be hired as your part-time social media coordinator and communications coordinator. I should think about this. I usually need a few days for most propositions, but you make a convincing offer. <sighs> Do you think King Henry thought before cutting the heads of his wives? No, I suppose not. Do you think America thought about it before joining World War II? Well, I hope they did. Sometimes you just have to say yes, Pastor. Well then, here we go. Yes. Great. I'll see you Monday in the rectory. Did you just hire someone? I think so. Who? Oh gosh, I forgot what his name was. It sounded Canadian. How am I supposed to accuse Sharon of stealing my office supplies now that she's been named head volunteer? Pastor and Elijah think the world shines out of her big head. More like big ass. Oh, Liv, I deserve that head volunteer spot. Caroline, focus on the real crime. Oh, you're right. It doesn't matter. Words are just titles. Well, well, do you have any proof? The proof is that I can't find any of my highlighters or the Olive Garden gift card or my cute little paper clips. Oh, that bitch stole those cute little paper clips? Wow. Sharon truly doesn't know any boundaries. Well, Jonathan, Peter and I are going to give you a review based on your lunch service. You entered the wrong orders, Jonathan. And you were pretty sassy. How many times did I have to tell that woman that we didn't have hard seltzer? You insulted Pastor Wyatt's outfit. He was wearing a bolo tie, Marjorie. We're not in Texas. Jonathan, you know we love you. Oh my gosh, Peter, you do? We do love you, Jonathan. Mm, I don't need your love, Marjorie. But we don't think this job is a good fit for you. I agree, but... I have some news. What's the good news? One of the guys I served during lunch is willing to be my sugar daddy, so I don't need a side job anymore. Oh, good. We don't have to fire you. Nope, I quit. Oh, good. I'm glad this worked out. It really did. I do appreciate you guys for letting me schlep it up at the cockpit. You're always welcome to stop by for a drink or two. <laughs> Are you that drinker too, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm serious. Marcy, what in the world could you possibly be selling in this yard sale? I'm so glad you asked, Olivia. Liv is fine. I'm selling all sorts of Marcy Playground goods, including our albums, some exclusive t-shirts, and even bootleg copies of our last tour. Why are you selling a bootleg copy? Because we couldn't afford to professionally record it. 
So you had someone like film it with their phone? And for the low price of two hundred dollars, that's not a low price. You could own the rare Mousy Playground Japanese Fan Club titanium water bottle that dates back to two thousand and one. Marcy, you know no one's going to buy this stuff. That's what I told her, but she was adamant people wanted Marcy Playground stickers and buttons. So not only are you selling things that no one else wants, but you are also dragging your step granddaughter to help you. I figured this would be great bonding time for Annabelle and I. It's not great bonding time. Annabelle has so much to learn from me, since I am a professional singer, and Annabelle is trying her best to vibrate those rusty pipes she calls vocal cords. I don't have anything to learn from you. I mean, my God, why are they rusty? She is a child. Oh, to have youth again. I'm not that old anyway. Well, I wish you luck, Marcy. Maybe your one fan will come over the next four days. Annabelle, I sometimes don't know who is the worst employee around here. But clearly I'm the best. Hey, Annabelle. Ricky, where have you been? I haven't seen you in days. You missed choir practice. Well, ever since it turned out I'm good at math, I've been doing math club and math meets. Wow, Ricky, you have a talent now, I guess. Yeah, I can't do much, but apparently I'm good at statistics and stuff. So, does that mean you're quitting the choir? Ricky is quitting the choir? Good. One less tone-deaf moron to deal with. I don't know, Annabelle. I like singing, but I'm really good at math. Who is going to help me with my performances and turn my sheet music? I don't think Anyone wants to do that for you, Annabelle. I mean, should you be happy for me, Annabelle? You're right. I'm glad you're learning how to do math and all. Well, I better get going. I'm mean, in the cockpit catering. We're serving hot dogs and celery stalks filled with nut butter. Well, 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 how does it feel to lose the best fan you'll ever have? Can it, Marcy? I do enjoy this limited edition Marcy Playground in the can. Can you believe they fit the whole band into this canister? Oh, Liv, when are you going to confront Sharon about her thievery? I don't know, Carolyn. There just doesn't seem to be much hard evidence. But you know she did it, and I know she did it, too. You're being very intense right now, Caroline. I've been volunteering here since the beginning of Scone, and after being forced to use a closet for an office, I finally get a desk out in the foyer, but then Sharon kicked me out to make room for herself, and... Yeah, So we must take her down. You're right. I don't trust her. She drinks knockoff Red Bull. Who but a trustworthy list trollop does that? I, I think you should go confront Sharon right now, Liv. I'm on the case. Socialist Dave, what are you selling at this garage sale? Everything I have on my table is one dollar. It's all equal, communist Derek. Even that really cool varsity jacket? Because I kind of want it. Mm, But, communist Derek, this varsity jacket is very capitalist. Oh, I don't want to wear that varsity jacket. I want to burn it. Sharon, could you and I have a word? One second, dearie. I'm helping a customer. Oh, hi, Bethany. Hi, Liv. Still working here? Yup. Do you still work at Cocktails by Cookies and Cookies and that new ice cream place? 
Ice cream by cookies. Yes, I've actually become the manager of all three businesses. That's great to hear. I'm looking for some cooking pans, cooking gear, anything that I can get for a cheap buck. With all our expansions, we're always looking for new gear. Don't you worry. I think I know where I can get some baking goods. Damn it, I need to talk to her. How's Elijah? Why don't you go ask him yourself? He's over there humming loudly. <laughs> Regional district semifinal national competition. Elijah, how are you? Uh, oh, oh, oh no, pony, pony loving sexually kinky Bethany from cocktails. Cocktails by cookies. Yes, of course. Uh, how are you? Super busy. Uh, with, with horses? No, with the restaurants. Oh, and yes, with the horses. I'm currently training a young stallion. Uh, you're sleeping with a child? No, I also ride and train horses. Oh, right. Well, this conversation is confusing and neighboring the boring territory. Did you just nay? This yard sale is more depressing than the last time Garfield and I went out to dinner. I thought you had a good time. Yeah, I love being taken to Papa John's Pizza for a sit-down restaurant experience. You said you like authentic Italian. You took me to an authentic dump. I ought to dump you. Gladys, look. James is still wokey. Vietnam, I've decided not to sell any of this gear, Garfield. Nobody appreciates it. Damn, these kids not liking killing of millions of people. Who do these punk kids say they are not liking the killing of millions of people? Bethany, I'm back. I found 20 sheet cake pans, some cake decorating products, and a whole slew of other cooking stuff. Where did you find all this? I found it in the back somewhere. I knew we had this gear. Well, how much? Give me 25 and we'll call it even. You certainly know how to ride a bargain. Sharon, can I talk to you? You can't live, but you need to make it quick. Listen. I think you've been stealing things off my desk. You think I've been stealing from you? You didn't have to say it that loudly. I am being falsely accused. I'll be as loud as I want. Wait, are those my pans? I paid for them. They're my pans now. They're not for sale. Give them back. I bought them. They're my pans now. Well, Sharon, I've been missing office supplies off my own desk, like a stapler and some pens. Wait, not like my great-grandmother's golden stapler. Liv, I've been reorganizing our desk. Since we have to share, we need more desk room. I put the stapler and pens in one of the Tupperware drawers underneath the desk. Oh, well, what about her highlighters and, uh, and where are the paper clips, Sharon? I put the highlighters in one of Marcy's mugs and put them on the windowsill. Don't worry, guys. I still have more Marcy Playgrounds mugs and exclusive Japanese van club. And I used up all the paper clips for our new color-coded file system. But, well, I'm missing the gift cards. Two Olive Garden gift cards. They were on my desk. And I found the Olive Garden gift cards in our new color-coded file system. I, I guess that makes sense. I get you were confused. And I get I have a questionable past. Oh, it's not questionable when we know you have a history of stealing things. I get that I messed up. But that doesn't mean I'm going to go back to who I used to be. Maybe you're right, and maybe I could have approached this topic with more class. Give me back my pans, you bitch. Me? 
Benny, you just hit Bethany over the head with a pan. Why would you do that? I knew we shouldn't have allowed crazy people to live in this church basement. We have a saying for what Benny did in Germany. We call it assault. I saw everything. Benny, why did you hit Bethany with that pan? Pastor, these are my pans. I eat out of them. You mean you use those pans to cook food? No, I use them for plates. Benny, I think you have a problem. And Bethany, are you okay? I'm a pretty horse. Oh, geez, this is not good. Well, I've heard her say that she's a pretty horse when Bethany's not been hit with a pan, so maybe Bethany's fine. Bethany, if I give you your 25 bucks back, do you promise not to go to the cops? <laughs> oh, I used to ride horses in the Sahara Desert, and I can confirm that nay was a yes. Yay! Yay. We're not going to be sued. Yay! Sharon, you've really come through today. Thank you so much for your help. I'm just doing the Lord or higher powers work. We are going to wait until after the yard sale, but Pastor and I bought you a legitimate wooden writer's desk. Are you serious? Oh, are, are you, you serious? serious? My desk is a ping pong table. My desk is two school desks fused together in some weird hybrid block. Oh, my desk is broken door on cinder blocks and it's all the way on the second floor. The only thing is Marcy won't be able to have space in the lobby, so she'll have to move her volunteer desk. Fine by me. I'll just have to spend all my time elsewhere. Is that a promise? Oh, well, Sharon, I'm sorry we accused you of stealing things. I guess you were only reorganizing and helping out. That's right. Now that I have a legitimate desk, Liv won't have to worry about me stealing things from her desk. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Is Bethany going to be okay? I'll drive her back to cocktails. Cocktails by cookies. Oh, she's oh, going to she, be okay. She'll be all right. Yeah, she'll be fine. She says yeah. all the time. Yeah, that's how she corrects everybody. Yeah, okay. Non-denominational season two was executively written and produced by Matt Rebar and Blaze Pratt. Leave a five-star rating and a comment rating if possible. Non-denominational sitcom podcast was co-created by Matthew Rebar, Blaze Pratt, Karen Adams, and Kelsey Shago. Music and sound effects collected from freesound.org, audionautics.com, and some originals by Matthew Rebar. Thank you to our regular cast of voices this season, which included Karen Jones, Annalise Rebar, Paul Laux, Jessica Lockhart, Emily Terry, Reggie Pratt, Joanna Molson, Julia Adams, Amy Adams, Kyle Pratt, Andy McGee, Jordan Yule, Michelle Morgan, Maria Cross, Dennis Baker, River Anwundinjo, John Toth, Scott Terranova, and others who contributed. Check out the website for more information at www.nondenominationalpodcasts.weebly.com or check us out on Instagram at nondenominationalscone. Until next time.